Welcome to the Thrive Church weekly message. We hope you enjoy this podcast and we pray that it blesses you. For any information on this sermon or our other resources, visit thrivechurch.co.nz. Awesome, hey. So cool. So uh, amazing to be uh, celebrating with you as a church. Uh, where we're going to go in 2018. Woo! Almost, uh, yep. Just big thanks to the creative team for pulling that off as well. Like, I know Luke had a, a lot to do with that video, and I don't know if you've checked out our graphics around the, the building as well and out there just around our theme. We're, yeah, we're just all in this uh, as a leadership team and as staff. We just believe that this year is a year to just be excited as a church about where God is moving us to. And then as, as individuals, we're all on our own journey around moving with God, aren't we? We're moving. You know, He, he moves to us and we, He calls us on. He calls us to step out of our comfort zone and to go where He's calling us. And I don't know where you're at in your in your in your life in your sphere or just what you're thinking of God or, or whether you've just accidentally turned up here on Sunday morning. God wants to meet you where you're at today and He calls you out and He says, I am with you and for you. Let's go on an adventure. <laughs> you know, I just, I, when I was 20 years old, 21 really, 21 years old, I, that was my moment where I said, you know, God, I'm going to follow you with my life and I just do not really regret following him, moving with him and and being in step with the seasons and the call and the grace over my life. We've had so many challenges to overcome along the way, but man, it just means when God is with you, your life is so rich, it's so meaningful, and we have purpose. And we're just going to, with this year, we're so excited around the purpose that we have as a church together. Um, Danny Steele, he's uh, one of the missionaries that we're really connected with here, father of Amy Steele and uh, Ben Steele, um, and amazing people, just saying. Um, This guy here, you left for the Philippines uh, a couple of weeks ago, and um, he's doing, I think, a two-month stint over there, um, and he is all about ministering to people. He was saying, uh, when we were sitting down chatting a couple of weeks ago, he's the kind of guy who's so spontaneous. He'll walk past some people on the side of the road, find out within 10 minutes of if they're homeless or not, and then commit to building a home for them. You know, like he is just ready. He's just an inspiration to me because he's so flexible, spontaneous, and he's ready to go and give. And um, it's cool. Uh, we're actually gifted him uh, a couple of thousand dollars for this trip from our big give offering uh, last year. And just go to the next slide. So he, these are some people that he's been, uh, that he's going to build a home for. And, um, and, and so he can put up a home, he said, within a couple of days because they prefab them. And, and it's just, it's, and, and the other cool thing is that they're in real partnership with the Filipino people and they build homes that really suit their culture, which is awesome. And, um, but they're 
you know, the distance is uh, quite great. So what he's put his $2,000 towards is that motorbike. Uh, so he's got guaranteed transportation around. He's been borrowing bikes and all that for the last few years, uh, every time he's been over there. And so this just gives him some certainty around his uh, own transportation. And Kat actually uh, reminded me that this is the second motorbike that we've actually um, put money towards in the last kind of three years in Cambodia as well. Um, uh, some funds went to a motorbike there. So anyway, and I thought that was really cool because he's going to move on that bike. <laughs> he's going to go places on that bike. And, and it's just a great reminder to us as well that we're called to go. We're called to be on mission no matter where we're at in our life. So it's awesome. It's raining today. Did anyone get wet on the way here? I don't know if it's still raining. I haven't been. I see those hands down the back. And I was just talking with Devin um, and Deb before the first service. And he was saying actually in the Māori culture that um, rain is really uh, awesome on a significant day. It, it actually shows that there's good mana uh, around whatever's happening and that it's just a good, yeah, it's just a good sign. So we're like, yes, we'll take that for our uh, Vision 2018 day. And just like, that's God's stamp on it. And um, who loved that song we sung this morning? I uh, see you move. You're moving mountains. And over the last year, I so Deb and I could really actually give testimony to God actually moving on our behalf. You know, just meeting us where we're at with the uh, you know, just in our place, whether we're feeling desperate or, um, you know, just like unsure, God meets us where we're at. And I love this here. I um, shared it in that video this morning uh, from Matthew seventeen twenty. He says, truly, this is Jesus speaking to his disciples, that is you. If you have faith as small as a mustard seed, you can say to this mountain, move from here to there and it will move. Nothing will be impossible for you. Isn't that awesome? Nothing. If you have faith as small as a mustard seed, and I don't know if you some Sundays look at me with my microphone and think, oh, you know, that's that pastor up there and he's, he's got it all together and he's obviously got great faith. And, you know, I have moments where my faith feels pretty small. And, and, and he meets me in those moments. And I want to tell you, that He meets you wherever the size of your faith is at. And with that faith, nothing is impossible. I love that promise for you. I love that. That is your promise that no matter where you're at, whether you're a great, you know, you're believing for great things or you're just saying today in your, in your own, you know, self-talk, like, could it be God? You know, could, could you do something for me? Could you, you know, God, that, that could. It's the mustard seed faith right there. That's, where, that's God's launch pad for something great to happen in your world. Honey. This morning, we want to just step back to and show you again, talk about our vision statement. Why we do what we do, what we see at Thrive. So our vision statement is a community full of the love and freedom of Christ, living in destiny, transforming our world. Come on. That's a good vision. You know, and this is about every single one of us. Yeah. Now, God was speaking to me earlier in the year that nobody misses out, that nobody is left behind. We are all in this yeah. together. So Come no matter on. how you're feeling this morning, God is on your side and yes. he is so for you and you are part of this. And I say this is about each one of us 
being full of God, first of all, full of his love, full of his power, and then each one of us living our best life, living for the purpose, for the the destiny that he's created for us. And then out of that, together, we see transformation. Transformation can't help but happen when we're doing that. Mm. It can't help but impact those around us. You know, we are alive. Yes, come on. We are moving. We're moving in freedom. We're moving with Christ. And, you know, we carry the light of life. Now, each one of us that belongs to Jesus, that's that's what we're about. We carry him. We carry his presence. And, you know, he chose us to be that vehicle, to to be the ones that show his light, to show his life, to show his love to others around us. We are here to impact the world with who he is. Awesome. Um... One of the key scriptures uh, that I really felt led to um, for us as a church, really corporately, uh, around this, around movement, around, because the concept of movement, I love it, it's not, doesn't mean just like going from A to B. The, when you think about movement, you think about uh, being supple and being flexible and, and being able to expand and, 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 or contract or, you know, it's this, it's this, con, it's the evidence, like movement is the evidence that this life is there and, you know, when, uh, when a baby, when your baby's born, um, when our yeah, children are born, you know, you're looking for that movement. You're looking for that. What are they going to do? Are they going to cough or cry or wiggle their big toe or something? Just give me some evidence that there's some life there. And I love this verse because this here is Isaiah 54, 2 and 3. And let me read it to you. It says, enlarge the place of your tent. Stretch your tent curtains wide. Do not hold back. Lengthen your cords. Strengthen your stakes for you will spread out to the right and to the left, and your descendants will dispossess nations and settle in their desolate cities. And I love this because it's not saying that, um, you know, that tent necessarily or that vision or that house has to just kind of like get out of here and go somewhere else. But it's like, hey, enlarge in the place of your tent, like right where you are, right, you know, like I said, he meets us where we're at. What can you do now? What, 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 what does he want to do in us now, in this season, to bring expansion and, and growth and vibrancy and life? And he, he, wants to, he doesn't want to just kind of like get rid of our vision because, you know, I'm believing you've got a great vision for your life. And as a church, we're, we're excited about our vision. And this is not starting our vision again, but this is like, this is building on. This is uh, creating room for him to do more things. And in the scripture, there's actually um, four pieces, I suppose you could say, in the puzzle or the structure of this tent that they're talking about. There's the place, and that's the, you know, uh, enlarging the place of your surroundings. And so there's the place, the location, there's the curtains, and this is the, you know, the stretch open wide. And this is kind of like our home. This is our capacity. This is you know that this is what that speaks of and then there's the cords which hold this thing together and hold it down and 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 keep it in place and the cords give it strength as well and this is it says um what does it say add to though add, add on lengthen your cords lengthen it's like okay there's something there's more take there's more to go there and then it says stakes as well which is the fourth kind of thing in the ingredients there of that and and this really refers I think to the the foundation like what's in the ground what's in the and it says strengthen your stakes you know strengthen that place where you're planted and 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 that really speaks of that foundation and 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 where and and our foundation in, in Christ Jesus and so 
we just want to take, I want to take those four things really and just speak to those uh, for a moment. And, and, and this is to us as a church, but I just hope as well, because as a church, we're the, you know, we're, we gather together and uh, that's awesome on a Sunday, but during the week, you are the church. You are, you know, you are the, 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 you represent Him. You're the ambassador during this week, the week, this is your life, but you, you're part of His kingdom and, and, and the collective. And so I just hope it, that this would really speak to you and, and the way that God's calling your life to move and expand this year. And so that first one says, enlarge in the place of your tent. And this is the surroundings. And I just first say, just, you know, where, is, where are you called to influence? What's your sphere in life? What, what's your job? What's that, what's that place is it high school? Is it, are you a plumber? Are you a butcher? Are you a baker or a candlestick maker? Or what, what, what is it that you do that is your passion point? What's your sphere? That place that you're called to, that is the place of influence that you have in your world. And that's the place where God's like, okay, that's where the rubber meets the road for this thing that we're talking about this morning, the enlargement of your heart. So I just want to say like to be ready to expand with what you've been given. Be ready, be reopen to like God doing something new in your life because each one of us have been given this place of influence to actually bring increase into. Not just to manage, maintain, to get through, but to actually bring expansion into. And, and, and as, a, as a church as well, we've got this story that we're, you know, that we're on and we're coming up to 30 years and we're going to celebrate that uh, in a month or so, which is going to be a, amazing. But we don't want to stay the same size. We don't want to just do things that we did last year. We, like, we want to change things up and, and create and, and you know, just try new things because God, because God's always doing something new. And we want to be flexible with that and expand this place of influence that we have. And if you're looking to expand your influence, I just want to say this, that maybe you need to be ready to expand your compassion for others. You know, that's how we expand our capacity is by expanding our compassion. And we see how Jesus was able to perform incredible miracles because he was motivated by the one. He was motivated by the crowd. He was motivated by his heart for others. And so he was able to do these great things because he had great compassion. And this leads us into stretching the tent curtains wide. And uh, who loves to be stretched? Oh, come on. Rip. <laughs> you know, it's painful, that sort of thing, isn't it? When we're stretched and we're like, we're, do, we're going to something new and things just don't look like they did and we're forging this new normal in our lives. But who knows when you stretch a rubber band, it's not that comfortable for the rubber band, but you think of the energy that is actually um, put into that rubber band as it's as it's expanded and you let it go and it flies out. And I think it's a really 
cool illustration of that stretching for what happens in our lives, that God doesn't just stretch us for, not, for, for the sake of it. He's actually bringing an enlargement to our heart and our soul and, and into the sphere that we're actually called into us. And I just, I just want to encourage you that maybe this is your season to be stretched. Oh! <laughs> to stretch out and display Christ's heartbeat of love for this generation. That's what we're talking about here today. And I believe maybe it's time to stretch out where you've never gone. Maybe it's time to stretch out and surrender your life like you've never surrendered. Maybe that looks like stretching out and giving like you've never given or praying like you've never prayed before. It just, it means, hey, how can I stretch out in faith in this season towards you, God? Because, I mean, I was just thinking about this. We haven't got this old. I was thinking, I haven't got this old to just have arrived at this point. I don't know where, how old you are today, but you haven't got there to have just arrived yeah. and, and, and to say, you know, well, yeah, maybe you've done a great thing with your life and that's awesome, but I don't believe you've come this far to quit, yeah. to give up. I believe that this is your season to run on with strength and with courage and with determination, not in isolation with others around you to see Christ get His full reward for your life and in your life. And yeah. Awesome. Very good. Very good. Okay, the third thing, the cords, lengthening our cords. And we believe that's about strengthening who we already are. Now, cords are not so obvious, but they're holding everything together. So it's more about who we are in our inner world. So strengthening our inner world, strengthening our own relationship with God. You know, let's keep on growing what already exists because growth is evidence of health. It's evidence of life. You know, like a, a little plant that's shooting out of the ground. As we see that growing, we know that it's healthy, that it's alive. And a wee baby, as it continues to grow and reach milestones, we know that it's healthy and it's thriving. Now, what's going good in your life? Maybe your job. Maybe you absolutely love your job and it's going really good. Continue to grow that. Maybe you love creativity. You love craft or something like that. Just continue to develop that. Continue to grow in that. Maybe it's spiritual gifts. Maybe it's prophecy. I don't know. Whatever it is and that you enjoy that. Maybe it's dreams and you're enjoying that. Just continue to grow that. Grow that with God. Whatever it is that God has put within you, those giftings, those talents, those things that he's called you, just continue to nurture that. And we nurture that through different ways, but one of the ways is through personal development. And that may look like, you know, if you're a musician and you want to continue to grow that, you actually practice or, um, you know, you listen to other musicians. Um, But it also looks like for us coming to church every week. It looks like reading your Bible. It looks like, you know, listening to worship music. It looks like being part of a life group. You know, Josh preached an amazing message on all of this back in January. So check out that podcast too. So don't hold back. Len's already said, don't let your age, your abilities, other people's talents even. You know, like maybe someone else is better at doing whatever it is that you like doing. That's okay. That doesn't mean that God hasn't called you to it. Keep going for it. Don't let fear hold you back. Or maybe the fact that you've been believing God for something for years and it hasn't quite happened yet. Don't let that stop you. Don't let it stop you from pursuing the Father's kingdom in your life, His outworking in your life, and from continuing to strengthen and pursue growth. Like Glenn said, we were never meant to settle down. No, not just give up, but we weren't actually meant to stop or settle down. It may look different for you in one season compared to the next, but we keep moving. We're built to expand. 
And I was thinking back um, on expansion. I was thinking back to when I was pregnant um, with my twins, who are 12 years old today, by the way. Um, and boy, did I expand when I was pregnant with them. Amen. Um, all I'm going to say. Keep your mouth shut. You know, my body built, was sorry, my body expanded for 13 and a half pounds of baby, plus all the rest of everything else that's in there. Um, but it did expand. And as these lives were growing inside of me, as there was life inside of me, expansion had to happen to make room. You know, as we continue to say yes to God, as we continue to choose his life working inside of us, he will expand us. He just will. He'll continue to grow us and strengthen us to make room for what he wants to do through us. You know, this year, make it a goal. Maybe you don't want to have twins this year. However, oh, I'm really on. happy to pray for you for twins if you'd like to. See you the know. hand. No. <laughs> <laughs> but let's make the decision to grow on the inside. Let's make this decision to never stop growing, just to keep moving forward. Let's make that decision to move closer to him, just to lean into him, to keep saying yes to him. Yes, I want to know you more. Yes, keep growing me. Awesome, babe. Isn't she amazing? She's amazing. Fourth um, is strengthen your stakes. And like I said, this is about our foundation. This is, you know, what's our bedrock for our life? And I don't know if you've ever felt like you've, you know, you've failed to the extreme measure and you're just free falling. And I want to tell you that Christ is at the bottom. He really is down there, and um, he will meet you there. And I think, um, as I was thinking about what this means for us uh, around strengthening our stakes, this is, for me, the, the why for why we do church. And, and it was this scripture that I want to share is really pertinent to how, um, how God spoke to us when we came into this role as senior pastors. And we had this, you know, well, I, I don't know, we, I had this big idea of what we were going to go do, and, and God was like, hang on, hang on, hang on, let's slow down there. And he really spoke to me from Ephesians 3, 17, 18, and it's like returning to the blueprint, really, this scripture here. And it says, I pray that you, being rooted and established in love, may have power together with all the Lord's holy people to grasp how wide and long and high and deep is the love of Christ. You know, that is right there. We just hope that every person, every soul in this place, every, you know, we're praying that, that people in our region, that, that we would know, that they would know, that as a region, we would know what the love of Christ looks like. Like our streets, you just imagine your street right now, your neighbors right now, actually being connected to what love looks like, to who love is is like this deep rich love of God we want and we're on this journey of like we want to make that the why for why what we do what we do you know here on a why we meet together why we do life groups why we do evangelism why like it's about love we're not about selling something we want to actually Jesus just went around giving and so we want to be this church and this group of people and I know there's other incredible churches in this region that have the same heart to reveal this kind of crazy love but this love this love is our watering hole and this is what I, this is where we want to return to in talking today it's just our why is this there's this radical love, this life-changing love of Christ our Savior. And so we're not going to be able to reveal this kind of love unless we actually know this love, unless we encounter 
this kind of love. And so we've um, been on this journey for the last kind of six months as well, just honing, like, what is this love? How is this kind of love integrated into our purpose? And how do we communicate that purpose to our church? And so over the last few years, we've been just using kind of words that we realize, actually, we could just really create our purpose around this. And so this is our, our our purpose statement, really, and they're just around three sort of statements, three words, and one is belong. That is our, you know, belong, beloved, and be the light. And I just want to talk about these uh, very briefly, each one of these, um, just so that you understand our why, for why would this be our purpose? And around the word belong, and why do we put that first, really, and that we just really recognize that people need connection. People want connection. People want family. It's one of our greatest emotional needs is actually to be connected with others. And we don't want to be a church that is just kind of trying to sell religion or, or, or push, you know, the gospel down people's throats. We want to be a church that really creates an environment for people to belong to and, and experience family before we even go towards what do we believe? What do you believe? And so we have this real heart for people to belong before they believe. So that's our belong, beloved or beloved. And this is, uh, we, we talked about this um, a lot a couple of years ago, and this was really in that essence of being encountered by the Father's love, to be loved. Like, we, like we, we want to know that we are loved by the Father, and then to be that love to one another and show and express that love to one another. And then the last one is be the light, and this is, this is our purpose of let's go. Let's shine. Let's be that point of difference in our world. And so our, just getting really practical now, our goals for 2018, and we want to sort of finish up with, our, with these um, clear goals, and we're going to wrap them around these three purposes, really. Uh, the first one for belong, we, we just want to, this is not rocket science, we just want to grow our place of belonging. We want to we want to enlarge in this place of belonging. Um, and, and in that doesn't mean to say that that has to be a bigger building, but we just want to create awareness that other people are missing. You know, there's empty seats here this morning. There's people missing. You know, there's people missing. Uh, maybe they're your neighbors. Maybe they're people you haven't met yet. Maybe they're people you're praying for, but they belong here. Everyone belongs in the kingdom. And so we, we want to just say that there's always room for more. We always want to have a heart to welcome new people. And if you didn't know it, I just want to make this clear that everyone, that yes, you are on the welcome team in this church. That if you've got a, a mouth, it was born to smile. It was, you know, born to welcome people and to have a heart for those sitting next to you. And, you know, we're all on the welcome team. Maybe you're not on the roster yet, but, uh, you know, I'm praying that you will be. Uh, you know, but we all, we want to, we want to, um, we want to create a family here, don't we? Where everyone feels like they're a part of this environment. The other ways of doing this is um, we're, we're, we have a vision for life groups here as a church. Currently, we've got 10 life groups, and we're believing for 15 by the end of this year that, that we know there's room for more life groups. And it's just like, hey, would you go on a journey with us if you could host one or be a leader um, in one? And Sam Nimmo is leading that this year, which is so exciting as well. Another key area of belonging um, uh, is our 
young adults ministry, uh, which we're really excited about. We've got some incredible young adults here, and if you're a young adult, just pat yourself on the back. We love you, and um, we're so for you. I see there's pats in the back row. Um, and <laughs> it's awesome. I see everything. <laughs> I feel omnipotent when I'm at the front. Anyway, um, we want to we create... Yeah, but my feelings are not necessarily a reliable guide to reality. Um, moving on, we want to create uh, a place of belonging for our young adults, and we know that there are so many young adults in this community that, you know, history, historically, they would have moved from Rangiora. They would have gone into Christchurch at the age of 16 as a youth pastor. I used to say, see you later, and they'd all move into Christchurch. But there's so many more young adults now staying in this community, and we want to be intentional about reaching these young adults. So go, Nat. We are so excited about you in this young adults <laughs> pastor role. And Caleb, yep, wingman. Uh, Another area that we want to create um, a place of belonging is our intermediates. Um, it's really exciting. We've got so many wonderful young intermediates uh, at our church family, and we just want to make sure they've got so much energy. We want to give them an outlet that they can enjoy coming to church and are excited to be here. And so we're talking with people around that at the moment as well, which is really cool. Very good. All right, the next mission, be loved. So we've talked quite a lot around this, but we're going to talk about it for a little bit more. As Glenn has already said, love is our why. First of all, that we would know Father God's love for us. And, um, you know, with that, our value, the place that we have in his heart. And I like what Glenn said before, that his love is our watering hole. That's where we get revived. That's where we get refreshed. That gives us life and energy and strength. Second thing, that we would love him back. It's what the Bible says, love God, love others. So we need to love them back. Out of that, that we would then love other people. It has to be our biggest why. It's why we do church. It's what others will notice about us. No, the Bible says we'll be known by our love for each other. Come on. Yeah. So some goals around that for this year. The first one is connection. First of all, that we've become more connected with God, each one of us, leaning closer to God. And second, that we've become more connected with each other. And maybe that looks like joining a life group so that you can get more connected in or just becoming part of something. The next one, love looks like something in our sphere. And Glenn's already talked a little bit about what our sphere is. Now, it could be the place where you work. It could be the place where you study. It could be where you drop kids off at school, where you volunteer something. You know, wherever we are, at the supermarket, whoever we're talking to, that is our sphere. That's a place that we can bring influence. That's a place that we can really display his love. No, we want our love to look like something, not just to be words, not just to be something nice that's said. Words are good, but we need action as well. Yeah. It could look like anything, whatever God's asking us to do. There will be so many different things in this room that God will ask us to do yeah. at any given time. Um, and just another thing to mention too, the power of the Holy Spirit. So in the first few years that we were um, senior pastors here, we talked a lot, like Glenn said, around the love of our Heavenly Father, and that was, that was where we started. And then last year, we talked a lot around um, Jesus and what it means to be a follower of Jesus, what it means to live like he did. Um, and we're going to continue to talk about all that because that's what, you know, living the Christian life is. But also this year, we want to be doing more, we want to be more proactive in teaching around the Holy Spirit, about who he is about who he is in our lives and what his power in our life looks like. So that's going to be exciting. I'm really 
gonna, yeah, quite expecting about what God's going to do as we do this journey together. Um, just another thing, I just wanted to read this um, Bible verse to you, which popped into my head when I was um, thinking about Be Loved yesterday. Um, and once again, it comes back to our why. 1 Corinthians 13. If I speak in the tongues of men or of angels, but do not have love, I am only a resounding gong or a clanging cymbal. If I have the gift of prophecy and can fathom all mysteries and all knowledge, and if I have faith that can move mountains, but do not have love, I am nothing. If I give all I possess to the poor and give over my body to hardship that I may boast, but do not have love, I gain nothing. I love has to be our why. It is the greatest, it's the strongest, it's at the core of our mission, and it leads to our last purpose, mission statement. Yeah, and this is to be the light, and um, it's around growing this sphere of influence uh, intentionally, um, firstly around missions. Uh, this is, for us, this is locally and internationally. And I actually, I just want to give a little bit of a shout out for Deb here. Um, just around our local mission, we, we relocated our, our home, our home? No, we didn't. We moved our family to a new home uh, around five and a half years ago now. And we moved from a, a street um, on south of Rangiora and, and, um, and we moved from a, quite a few relationships actually in that street. And I just want to give a shout out to Deb because she is intentional kept connections up with a couple of families in that um, street and always like not left them behind and and has them around for morning tea every or no afternoon tea every couple of months and just connects invites them along to church still and she's intentionally kept them in her sphere of influence and that really speaks and challenges me every time they're around I'm like oh honey you're amazing uh, with this kind of intentionality around your friendship and your um, grace to actually speak in to someone's life and just do just journey with people and I don't think we can ever like yeah don't discredit just those relationships that are around you like that's your mission field and so I just wanted to mention that's that's kind of what local missions looks like in our community and then we've got our international um, kingdom reach as well which um, we're looking to continue um, in Cambodia with some uh, with emphasis and so we're hoping to get another team over there in October um, as well uh, we were going to go as a family to Arnhem Land and see Chris and Ruth in April which we've just needed to pull the pin on but I hope that we can get over there uh, as a family next year but this year I'd really like to go over there and just really support them um, as well and what they're they're doing. Uh, we're also, as a church, we're really excited for what happened through uh, the pantry last year. We just gave out so many food parcels and connections and prayed for people. We've got people in our church now um, and connections because of being able to give generously um, uh, through Thrive Pantry. So it was a massive shout out to Donna and Devin uh, for what you're doing in that we're, we're so believing uh, for souls. We're, we're, we're believing for a vision. You know, like, I can't remember if it was this service or the last service where I said we're believing for 10,000 um, souls. We're believing that God has a heart for everyone and everyone fits in uh, into his kingdom. And so we would love to see 50 people baptized this year. Like, that would be amazing. We've baptized 12 people already, and we just believe that the gospel is good news that people need to hear. And so we're believing for 50 people people at least to get baptized this year. Uh, another thing that I'm going to say again that I say every year is that we are believing for land, 
to build a church on our own family home. And it's, uh, it's a funny tension because uh, every year I've said this now for the last four years that we're believing that this year, um, and, and Chris, our previous senior pastor, had this vision about six years ago, and I just so much in my spirit said yes. And I remember the day he spoke about it, and someone that day pledged $40,000, you know, to, to it that day. And, and, and it's, it just so struck me. We, pray, we did a prayer tunnel, and everyone came down, and we prayed, and we released faith into this. And we just so believe that, we, that God's still got a destination for us, and we want to go on that journey. And if it doesn't happen this year. Next year, I'll stand up and I'll say the same thing, and we'll see this mountain moved. <laughs> so, yeah. Lastly, well, almost lastly, um, we're going to bring this into land very soon. I just want to give a massive shout out to our staff, uh, for those who are paid, for those who do this vol- voluntary as well. We gather here on a Tuesday and um, we're just like, this is the engine room of, uh, you know, like, let's get this vision rolled out. And we're here praying for each other and strategizing around uh, our objectives and reviewing Sundays and just a great team dynamic there. And I just wanted to show you this, this awesome team. We've got Nat up there with Caleb and Larissa in there and Mitch and Lynn and um, Amy and Sam and Jared and... Uh, <laughs> Gosh, it's my eyes. Um, and Rowanna, yeah. <laughs> and then those other two on the end as well. And we just, we just so, uh, we're just so blessed to have an incredible staff team here. And I just wonder if you put your hands together for our amazing team as well. Um, and I just briefly want to mention our governance team. We want to celebrate this team well, and we'll do that another time over the coming weeks as well. And um, because as we've been growing as a church, we've been consultating, consulting with other, <laughs> with other churches, and uh, you know I've been there, done that, and um, and we're looking because we've as we've grown, we've had to recognise that there needs to be structural changes. As well, and we want to talk about that some more from the front, and um, just roll that out properly to the church and what we're looking like we're doing, and, and bring everyone on that kind of process, really. Um, and so that we're going to talk about that more in the coming weeks. But I also just want to honour our governance team and just thank you so much uh, for that's our trustees and our leadership team as well. It's so awesome. Okay, just a couple more things as we finish. So. You would have seen in the notices, and we've talked about it already, we are celebrating 30 years. Actually, it's probably pretty much this week, but we had to delay it till March, so we are actually 30 years old, but just keep that on the download till the 11th of March. So on the 11th of March, we get to have a big party all together, so we have booked the town hall for this. We're just going to have one service so that we can all be together. There's going to be awesome stuff happening for the kids as well. Um, and afterwards, we're going to have a celebration in Victoria Park. So if you haven't put that in your diary yet, put the 11th of March there because it's going to be great. We're going to celebrate, you know, what God's done, but we're also going to look to the future together as well as we prepare for the next 30, 100 years, whatever it looks like, and the legacy that we're going to be building for that. Now, as we finish, you know, next steps, what are we going to do with all of this? So we want to move closer to God and each other. And you know, some of the ways we can do that as a church to move closer together is, like I said earlier, first of all, get in a life group. If you are not in one yet, go to Info Desk, put your name down, and we'll try and get you hooked up over the next couple of weeks. 
Thrive Discovery, I mentioned that earlier in the notices, that is starting next Wednesday night. And this is where we tell you a little bit more about who we are as a church, why we do what we do. Also, for you to understand a bit more about who you are, how God's made you to be. Um, Really fantastic. And there's a Thrive Discovery 200 happening at the same time, which is more about leadership development too. So something for everybody in there. So put your name down at info desk for that. Um, The final thing this morning is we have a Get Involved station, which is just almost as you leave the building, just out there, a wee um, station there. So this is, you know, at church, we are family. We're family. You know, it's not just um, a few of us here. This is all of us here together and all of us being part of it. No one missing out. So, you know, you might be sitting here thinking this morning, hey, actually, you know, I'd love to do some meals or baking for someone. So maybe I could go on that team. Or I'd love to actually officially be on the welcome team, not just an unofficial welcome team member. You could do that. Maybe you're a musician and you want to get involved there or you love kids and want to help out there. Whatever it is, we'd love to hear from you. So just see the team out at um, the Get Involved desk and put your name there. Awesome. Let's all stand together. We'll finish this. I just wonder if you just make some room right now, just in this space. We're not asking anyone really to do anything impulsive when we're talking about moving. This is very much a, hey, let's take this step with God. Let's move with God in this season. And maybe you're here today and you've actually never taken a step of faith with God before and and you, you, you don't live with the sense of like, man, I've, I'm actually created to be alive for eternity. You don't have this assurance in your life and you think that maybe you're an accident. You've just turned up here. Uh, I want to tell you today that Jesus Christ loves you. He gave his life for you and he wants you to know an experience, an encounter of salvation and his incredible love. He wants to meet you where you're at today. And it just starts with such a simple prayer of, Jesus, I want to follow you. Jesus, I want to follow you. I want to just give you my heart and I want to surrender. And maybe you haven't got all the information that you think you need to have to actually make this step of faith. And I just want to encourage you today that it's, it's not a step of reason. It's a step of faith. It's a step of moving towards the one who loves you with an everlasting love. And I just wonder today if there's someone here who just needs to make that step. So let's just take a moment right now. Maybe that's you here. We'll just, everyone just close your eyes. And just, just to give this person or these people just some, just some space. I just want to pray for you right now. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Lord, I just pray for those right now in this moment who are just needing to know an encounter of your love. I just pray right now that they would have a revelation that you, Jesus, are salvation, that you, Jesus, are the way, the truth, and the life. If you're here today, just with every eye closed, if you're here today and you know that you need to take a step of faith and just reach out to Jesus and move towards Him, I just wonder in this moment if you just lift your hand and say, yes, Glenn, that's me. Yes, Glenn, that is me. I want to take that step of faith. I want to, I want to step out courageously. Awesome, I see that hand. Is there anyone else here today who says, yes, Glenn, that's me. 
That's me. I want to take that step. I want to know that I have an assurance that if I died, I would be with you in eternity. Is there anyone else here? That's awesome. Let's just pray together right now. We're just, I'm just going to say a line and you can repeat this after me and make it your own. But we're just going to do this all together. Awesome. Dear Jesus, I just thank you that you first loved me, that you died for me as an expression of your grace towards me. I receive your incredible grace. I receive your forgiveness. And I want to follow you from this day on. Amen. Awesome. Let's just give those people a hand. So good.